This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Damn these Biloxi blues, it happens every night. And I ain't never met a riverboat dealer that I have not. A friend of mine. It's never happened. Summer heat never treats me kind. I've also never met a uh, Louisiana redfish in November. That was my friend. I'll just tell you, not this week. This highway. All right, we got to jump into it. We got to jump into it right here because we have two very special guests. One is right here to my right, my own flesh and blood, Hudson Lee Duncan. What's up, HLD? In the low-budget live bar and grill studio, talk right into that microphone, tell everybody what's up. Sup. Sup, he says. And now we're going right into this. We got a lot to cover, but we're going right now. We are calling the man, the myth, who's fixing to get on an airplane, BP Brandon Polinick. What is happening? What's up, buddy? I mean, I know this is just when the stars align, you've got to do a low budget live. That's I, I, I don't think that uh, that's on a T-shirt or anything yet, but it might it might be it might be. It probably should be. So Brandon Polnick, real quick, he is in the airport. He is going to Ohio, and he has a very bum hand. <laughs> Hey, true. Was that was that a good intro? I didn't say Bassmaster Champion, BPT Superstar, YouTube Sensation. I just said he's got a bum hand. The dude, the dude with a bum hand in the airport. <laughs> That's my kind of intro right there. Do you get recognized in the airport? Uh, every once in a while, randomly. I, I figure that's got to happen some. Thing. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I won't. 
Well, I, I, I have a feeling that it happens more than uh, people realize to so a lot of fishermen. I, I know I randomly get it sometimes, and it blows my mind every time it happens, and I'm I'm definitely not a Brandon Polinick to say. You're a, very, you're a very recognizable person. Well, I don't know about that. I'm, I, I'll tell you what I am right now. I'm, I'm a little overweight. <laughs> I'm a little overweight, and I'm I'm uh, hairier than normal, so I'm uh, I'm recognizable as Yogi Bear. I, that's what my youngest has been telling me. But so, dude, you're you're headed to Ohio hunting. I've noticed this off season and in the last few years, like you really stepped up, especially on on social media with sharing your off season experiences and your hunting experiences, which I I love because everything you throw out there is awesome to watch. But Tell me how you injured your hand. And I'll put a picture up right here so you can see the nastiness uh, oh, yeah. that is. And I, I don't do well with these kind of injuries. So uh, just looking at that has driven me crazy. But graphic tell us. images coming up for everyone. Graphic images. Tell me, uh, how did this go down? So, uh, well, I had some buddies at my house and we were just shooting a little bit of content uh, for an up-and-coming company that's about to launch Ooh. that's called enduro sport and we we're just shooting some stuff and i was like hey guys the lake is 15 minutes down the road like let's just go hop in the boat we'll just 10 minutes we'll shoot some pictures we can come back and then we'll be good so we do we head to the lake i mean like literally 10 minutes on the water shoot a couple shots we need to get and decide to load up because i was gonna get prepped i was supposed to give a speech on saturday night so this you know, just a couple days ago. And I'm loading up my boat, done it thousands of times. I do it the exact same time by myself all the time. Back the truck in, hop in the boat, load it up. And I hop off the front of the boat. I tighten it down. And I, I just got a new truck. And I have the same rear bumper on my truck. But on my Tundra, it had a sidestep. Mm-hmm. And on this one, it didn't have a sidestep. And right as I went to step, I realized it. Oh. And so all the weight was on my right foot. And I had nowhere to go with my left foot. And so I tried to catch myself. And as I tried to regain my balance, my right foot slipped off. So I headed straight back toward the water and the boat. And like the most random thing ever, my hand landed on the two forks that... Uh, stabilize your trolling motor shaft when it's still mm, yes those little black those little yes. yes yep yeah so the little i mean they're a rounded piece of plastic yeah just like injection molded sharp, probably yeah it's, it's not even a sharp object you couldn't cut your finger on it if you wanted to and i guess just all the weight because you know i'm a little bit overweight and a little hairier than normal too right now <laughs> so just that that extra couple pounds of force drove that thing right through my hand oh my god! one of those things that it, it happens so quick you don't really realize you're like oh gosh my hand hurt like you know i tried to grab my boat i fell in the water you know Jeez. halfway up my waist which is you know not that deep but it's pretty you know be like below the knee for most people <laughs> and so and it was one of those deals where you look at it and it's not bleeding yet and you instantly realize that's probably not a good thing Yes. It's a, it's a little bit more than uh, super glue and duct tape is going to take mm. care of here. So, um, you know, I look at it. I'm like, all right, one of you guys pull my boat out of the water real quick. I've got my Angler Aid box in the back. Like, I haven't even fully loaded my boat yet. 
Yeah, just got it. New boat. Yeah, just got it. It's the second time I've had it. Third time I've had it out. And I'm like, I, I know I have my Angler Aid Essentials box in the back. So I grab that thing. And all we did is we just threw a bunch of gauze on it, wrapped it up, threw a rubber glove over my hand so I wouldn't bleed all over the inside of my truck, and then just <laughs> <laughs> took off back to the house, like called Tiff, said, hey, start start one of the trucks. We're going to have to go to the emergency room or oh, urgent geez. care. So, uh yeah, terrible timing. That happened Saturday, and uh, I'm going to be sitting in a tree stand. Probably when people hear this, I'll be sitting in a tree stand. So, so, so you're headed to Ohio uh, to yeah. whitetail hunt. That's an archery hunt, I'm guessing. Yeah, it's an archery hunt uh, that I'm doing with Mossy Oak. Right on. You know, just it's. I don't think an archery hunt with six stitches in the palm of your hand is a real good thing when that's the hand that you have to hold your bow with. Well, you're not supposed to grip it anyways, right? Isn't that what all the the real amazing bow hunters tell you, just mm-hmm. to let it rest? See, there, you're good. You're good. <laughs> you, you let it rest, and it just... I don't know if you've ever really noticed, but there's a lot of tension on the yes, yes, hand I, when you, you know, when a little bit resting it, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm no Robin Hood, but uh, I think you may be screwed. But, uh, but <laughs> it, will this be something? You said Mossy Oak, dude. I've got to applaud them. I know you work with those guys, and a lot of guys do. Swindle and Jordan Lee and Ott, um, and Kevin. That Mossy Oak go is the deal, man. Yeah, that thing cool. is really cool. So, will you be shooting something for Mossy Oak Go, or can you talk about it? Or um, so they're not actually even shooting anything. Okay, uh, I brought for this one. We're not. Um, I brought a couple GoPros. Okay, I'm gonna be probably just kind of self filming it a little Sweet. bit for what I can. I've never sat in a tree stand. So oh yeah, because you're a wet- spectacular. Okay. Okay. Well, let me tell you, it's a lot more boring than what you get to do, <laughs> where you get to roam around and actually try to relocate animals that move and things. No, you're just going to sit there and wait on them to come by. But if the rut's going on at all, which I don't I don't know in that part of the world, um, it can be really fun, man. Yeah, it should be. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You know, it's a new experience for me. I've watched hundreds of hunting shows oh, yeah. you know, online and on TV dude's killing them out of tree stands and i've just never done it out west and so i'm excited to you know new experience it is, it is definitely a foreign concept out out west um so you like to hunt in the off season i know you're you're working hard on on this new company tell me a little bit about the enduro sport what we can expect from that if you can tease it at all because i didn't really expect that but yeah. drop me drop me a, a little nugget in there it's it's really just a a company that a buddy of mine got started it's a supplement company so it's okay. a non-stimulant uh, you know almost like a coffee energy drink replacement okay and helps with focus and stamina and, you know a lot of those things that you need when you're standing on the front of a boat yes uh, and he's uh he's actually younger than me i've known him since he was eight years old uh but he started this up and you know he's really into kind of the, the nutrition working out, but he also loves the outdoors. He loves That's to fish, awesome. loves to hunt, um, fish for a little bit in college and everything. And so, uh, he started this up. He's like, Hey, pretty much will you help me out a little bit? And I said, yeah. of course, you know, I mean, you're, just help out just cause he's like family. So that's awesome, dude. Uh, and good product tastes good. And we'll see. I mean, they're supposed to launch here kind of mid December. 
Okay. So I'm excited to see see what it turns into. Well, if if I guaranteed if I if I take that daily to lose this uh, this little bit of winter winter coat I got going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that's fair. If you want me to be, I can straight up be one of those thirst trap uh, IG models for weight loss, man. I can mm-hmm. I can go shirtless a couple times if it's necessary to get enduro sport on the map. Mm, I mean, I think to. about it. You get to pass, you know, run it by your buddy. Get back to me. Right in your shave a logo right. Yeah, well, right in my chest, and you know, low budget lot brought to you by Enduro Sport, and, and people will be like, "Isn't that something healthy?" Look at this fat guy talking about the the hell the fat hairy guy. Um, two, two th- I know you got to get on an airplane. Like you, we we put this together, uh, and I really really appreciate you coming on. I, I've got my man, my my twelve year old Hudson Duncan is with me on the podcast right now. Hudson, say what's hey. up to BP? What's up? And what's and, up, Hudson? And uh, Hudson's a BP fan on the YouTube's, and uh, I got I got a couple quick things. Um, what do you think about this new Instagram update that took away likes? What do you think about that? Isn't that that weird? It is very weird. Okay. Okay, so I didn't know that that was actually an update. I'm glad that you said that. Yes. Because I pulled up on my phone, and I was like, it was like, say a name and others. Yes. So, what? So, that's like, that's a real health thing, right? Oh, so. Of course. It's weird. I can still see it. I just have to go into my insights. That's right. I can see that, right? So, I can still pull the engagement because you need that for you know business stuff right like they want to see like that people are actually engaging with your post yes from a mental health standpoint <laughs> it's weird for it's guys very like weird in our age to think about it because we didn't really grow up in that at that age mm-hmm. but it's a real thing like if you study it of kids like really getting down on this on themselves because no doubt they don't get likes on social media well i hope it changes that mentality or it, or it changes this hey you need to post whether we're talking about scantily clad chicks or you know what i'm saying yeah. or extreme craziness that people do to get likes just chasing likes yeah. maybe it will change that mentality a little bit because i mean i'm never going to get as many likes as somebody that probably is of the opposite sex and wears a lot less clothes, obviously. But I mean, you you kill it with content. But dude, it, it's almost how we grade ourselves too. For me, I mean, I know for sponsors we give that stuff out, but it is it's going to be different. Like looking at it, you're going okay. And you're a guy who's really done well on, on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and, and you know all the social medias, as my grandmother would say, social medias. <laughs> but uh, it's 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 amazing to see that they're making. That's a big change. We'll see if they stick it with is. it. I know. That Gary V had talked about it some. Uh, Darian was telling me that uh, on yep. this trip we've been on this week. But uh, one other thing, while we're on the social media thing, and I've talked about this on LBL, social media versus Bass Pros or YouTube versus Bass Pros. This is something that that I've talked about a lot, and mm-hmm. I feel like you're very passionate about YouTube, and you work your butt off at it, and you're very passionate about social media, but. It's definitely different. There, there are two different columns there when you come to, you know, a, a Van Dam who, who built his career over tournament earnings, winnings, you know, magazine articles, dip, seminars. But then you've got these, these Guggen guys or, or Ben Milliken fishing or, you know, 
tons of others, Tyler's Real Fish, all, all these guys that are doing a great job that aren't necessarily tournament fish. I know Ben Milliken fished a few tournaments, but, I mean, there are a lot of people that are getting their information from those guys versus just Bass Pros now. Wouldn't you agree with that, that there's this big paradigm 100%. shift going on? 100%, and I don't devalue any of those guys. No, guys not at all. can create immense amounts of value, um, and, and honestly, a lot of it is easily more trackable. No doubt. It, I mean, really what it comes down to is that just the times and technology have changed, right? The modern yes. fishing world has changed. Before, the only value you could find as a company was a TV show or an angler with a patch on his shirt. Exactly right. You know, and, and that was literally like, and then maybe some magazine articles and things like that. But outside of that, there really wasn't a way to create value. As an as a tournament angler or any like, you couldn't even be a YouTuber before nope. two thousand five or whatever. Uh, and so that's it's just changed, and you see that in even tournament fishing, like it evolves where you all of a sudden have to be able to create some of your own content and talk about your sponsors because that's an avenue of value, you know, where you can create. You know, it's it's like this weird battle of marketing versus sales. Mm-hmm. Like marketing supports sales, but it's not necessarily your main job to sale. That's to right. Sell something, right? You're just you're bringing awareness of a brand, it's, or a product, and, and or it's hard like to that. quantify that exact value. That's what I try to express to 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 young fishermen. They're like, well, "Man, I can do this for a company." You know, just from my own experiences at TH Marine, it's like, well. Yes, you can. You can create awareness, but those actual sales dollars, it's hard to quantify what each and every angler does for a company. I mean, yeah. like you said, the YouTube guys, if you throw out a code or if you throw out a code on Instagram for a company, you can track that without mm-hmm. a doubt. Um, but it's very it's 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 very hard to quantify it, to say the least. Yeah, yeah very much so. Um, how long do we have before you board the flight to massive buck territory? Have, mm. I don't know what group they're on, but they're already walking on the plane. <laughs> I love this. I just I'll, have I just have my headphones in, so I can't hear. I, I love this. Well, I'm going to put you. People, I, I'm going to put you. Start moving. I got to go. Okay. Well, I'm going to put you on the spot real quick. What do you think right now? Where's your mindset after year one on Bass Pro Tour? What do you think? Strengths, weaknesses, anything like that? You want to get it? You can get into what you want to get into, or or not. Um, I mean, obviously, you know my history here and the things I've talked about and, and stuff like that. And I and I feel like I am open-minded about it, obviously, but I, I do have yeah. my opinions. What was Brandon Polinick's take, year one Bass Pro Tour, not comparing it to anything else you've ever done? What was your takeaway this year for you yourself? You had some success. The videos were awesome. Go. Um, for me, I would say, like, it has phenomenal potential. Uh, you know, they have... Uh, team of people that understands a lot of the media stuff really well uh, but then there's also some things that I would like to see changed uh, I know right now like all the rules meetings and things like that are going on and mm-hmm. I don't know how far into all that they are but I, I'm i not afraid to say that there are things that I think need to be changed uh, just to create a better blend of you know, multiple markets, I guess is probably the best way to say it. Okay. So I take out of that maybe a change in form, a little change in format or something to, to change in format or just something where 
I mean, I, I love the catchway release aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Nobody can really argue that. No, you can't. Uh, no, I, I, you can't. You just can't argue it. But there, there's still things that you can do with that to make it better, I think. Um, you know, whether it's a five fish, ten fish, a weight uh, reduction. You know, I mean, last year, back in November, I brought up the idea of changing the minimum weight per event. Mm-hmm. Um, I like yeah, that. If you, go to ta- if you go to Table Rock, you can leave it one pound or make it two pounds. That's right. Because we fished Table Rock twice, and if you would have made it a two-pound minimum, it would have completely changed the outcome. Absolutely. Hands down, because the first time we went there, I fished Table Rock like I normally would. The second time when we went back, I idled around for two days, a day and a half, literally just marking schools of fish. And I, I knew where the large mouth were set up, I knew where the spots were set up, and I knew where the small mouth were set up. And I knew which ones had the biggest schools in them. Hmm. And it just became a numbers game. Wow. So, but, but there's strategy in that, and there's a hell of a lot of skill in it, 100%. dude. There's a ton of skill in it. So the same guys called them that always catch them. I mean, I, I, you know, that, that's, there's no, I can't, I can't knock the format and never will. And I've argued that on here when I see people going mostly little fish. But I do think that that crowd, the five, yes, it's a different skill set. It's a different strategy for each event. And, and, and it did take a lot of guys skills away, but at the same time, not skills, but I should say their repertoire or, or what, you know, what made them their namesake, you know, you didn't see Jason Christie flipping a big jig all the time, you know, in a lot of events, but, uh, but there's, there's no denying like the intensity of it. No doubt. Yeah. Um, like, because you, you know that everybody has. You feel like you have to. I can't even imagine catch them all the time. Yeah, um, and so that I can tricky, but I think I think there are some things that could be adjusted to really make it a lot better than what it already is. And and I've said that there's so many smart people within that organization, and there's a lot of money behind it that you know they'll figure it out. They're going to figure it out. Like it's, yeah. it's, you know, and, and, and that's the, that's the thing. But, uh, uh, well, thank, dude, thanks, thanks for your honesty. Thanks, thanks for throwing that out there. And I don't want, listen, I, I said this before. I mean, this turned into in the last two or three episodes for me a controversial podcast, which is funny. Yeah. But, but you know me very well. And you've done this, you did this well before I was controversial talk show host guy. <laughs> so I'm definitely not that. Uh, I was just stating my opinions and things got out of hand. But, um, dude, go get on your plane. Go kill a huge Ohio deer, and uh, if you're not following Brendan Polnick, which you definitely are if you found yourself here, um, but if you're not, if you're not, make sure you are, and make sure you check out Enduro Sport, and uh, good luck with the hand. Take care of it. Thanks. Text me a picture of a big buck, buddy. Oh, I will. All right. Brandon Polnick, anything else you want to say before you get off? No. Oh, I like it. Thank you, BP. See you, buddy. All right, we'll see you, man. Brandon Polnick, Hudson, that this that's that's low budget live. That's that's royalty right there. You just got to talk to well, I mean, you kinda listened. What'd you think about it? It's cool. It was cool. Brandon Polnick uh is one of the guys in the sport that uh, you know, just absolutely kills it and I'm just so proud that he gives us time uh, on LBL from the low budget live bar and grill. A lot of people say, Hudson, that there's not a grill in here. 
Would you agree or disagree with that? There's not a grill in here. <laughs> okay. Unless you're hiding it somewhere. No, I'm not really hiding it. It's just more of a more of a bar and grill. Um, you're not going to believe this, but I'm getting another text right now from another superstar. I'll save that one for a second. We'll see what's going to go on. So, HL, how you been? Good. It's rare for us to start a low-budget live, not-so-live, brought to you by StarTron. StarTron for all your ethanol punching in the face needs. It's rare for us to start it with a phone call in the beginning. I normally do those towards the end, but uh, this week was a little different. Brandon Polonick and I were texting back and forth. I was like, hey, man, you want to jump on a call? He says, yes. So we're doing a dang thing, boy. And um, may have us another one. May have us another one right here coming up shortly. Uh, so before uh, on the Andrew Upshaw episode, I think I mentioned that we were going to Venice, Louisiana, Hudson. <laughs> Don't you giggle. Why, why are you laughing right now? Because two of your cars broke down. On the way up there and the way back. Oh. <laughs> Hang on a second. Hang on a second. So we've got another special guest that's fixing to call in. Oh. A very special guest that we're just going to go to real quick. We're jumping all over the place. This is too much fun, though. LBL, the little podcast that could. There's a lot to get to. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot I want to get to, and this Venice strip is one of them, Hudson, so save your smart alec comments. <laughs> I don't know where you get that from. I don't know either. Um, but probably me, right? Probably me. <laughs> probably from Dad. You probably get your smart alec from Dad. Uh, so I go to – we're getting interrupted right now. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Florida – John Cox, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes. So, John, uh, John just texted me. He's got a, just a few minutes. Brandon Polinick was on right before you. This is the star-studded episode of Low Budget Live, Not So Live, and y'all are both technically injured right now. I don't know if you've seen Brandon's Instagram, but he almost <laughs> cut his hand off. I did see that. That was, that was insane. What, what did he cut it on? He, dude, he told the story on here. The You know those two little plastic forks, basically, that stick up around your Minn Kota trolling motor that lock it into place? Right. He land, tripped getting out of the boat and landed his hand on that rounded plastic, and it went through his hand. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Unbelievable. John Cox... Text me yesterday that he's a little injured right now, too. <laughs> I, I am. I, uh, I went and got neutered. He got neutered. John <laughs> Cox got neutered. And so, sorry, ladies, it's over. It's over. He's thrown in the white flag. How, how in the heck are you, buddy? Are, are you going, have you had a frozen bag of peas and all that kind of stuff so far? Yeah, yeah you know, I, I, you know, I kind of been laying around a little bit, um, but yeah, starting to move around a little bit more, and uh, things are going good. But uh, I mean, you know, it was, it was so crazy going in. The, I, I went on the one of those ones. It was kind of like when you take your uh, dog or cat to get like uh, you know neutered out of like the bus, you know, in like the parking lot. It was like one of those. Uh, 
you know, it was a guy from the billboard that did mine. So it, was kind of, it was scary and, and kind of funny all of a sudden. So you just like slip him some cash as you walk in. He's like, yeah. hey, come here. He's like, don't mind my mom. She's over there in the corner. I tried to put it on the, on the uh, you know, use my business card. And he's like, oh, no, no, cash only. Oh, <laughs> cash only vasectomy. Yeah. You know, that's one of those things I don't think you want to, you know, skimp out on, John, but you, it's like a, it's like a boob job. You don't want to, <laughs> right. you don't want, you don't want to mess around with those. Uh, so you said you've been catching up on LBL and dude, I gotta, I gotta hear it from you. Cause I talked about it in, in one of the last couple I, I've done. So I'm reading these articles and you and I hadn't talked in a while. We've both been really busy. You're going to fish both tours. <laughs> yeah. I, I know, isn't that crazy? Dude, right? it's insanity, first of all. You're a crazy person. Well, well, I know, and, like, I thought about it, and, like, I'm, I was already, the last two years, I did the same thing. I fished that many tournaments, you know, fishing, uh, you know, both uh, the Bassmaster Open uh, divisions and fishing the tour. So, I mean, I'm going to still fish the same amount of events, um, you know, that I was doing before, but uh, I, I think I might be able to uh, maybe make a little more money, hopefully. No doubt, no doubt. Maybe. So, are you going to run? I know you're. You obviously you run Crestliner. Are you going to run two boats? Well, so what I'm, I probably will for the elites. I'm stuck using the one the whole season. They want it. Uh, you know, I tried to talk with Trip and try to get them to, you know, allow me to use the PT20 uh, in like the down south, and then we went up and did the northern swing uh, to switch to the bass hawk. You know, with the higher sides, the more mm-hmm. walleye looking boat. Uh, but he said that they were too different. So uh, I'm going to fish the entire Elite Series out of a 18-and-a-half-foot walleye boat with 200. <laughs> <laughs> you're, a ball, you're a baller and a madman. <laughs> so, yes, but then I'll probably use the other one uh, for some of the FLWs. I, I don't know. I haven't really read the rules in the FLWs, but I'm pretty sure, um, you know, I think I don't think there's a, you know, you have to finish what you have to use one boat the whole time. So I got you. Um, but yeah. But then also, like, I mean, looking at the schedules, it doesn't happen uh, too often where, um, they're kind of all really close and there's not really, I mean, like this year, I mean, I had, I had three boats out and then I had to borrow a truck and then I had the other trucks at the other locations because the tournaments were so spread out, uh, the back to back one. You did get some frequent flyer miles this year, <laughs> right. but now the way that schedule is, uh, it, it's, I mean, it's pretty like, you know, like I go from like, uh, I go from Eufaula to Santee Cooper to Hartwell, you know. So wow. Like, you know, it's like those three back to back. So it's uh, it's gonna be pretty exciting. That's awesome, dude. So and they don't overlap at all, which is rare. Uh, well, yeah, one of them does. The Cherokee one overlaps with Eufaula. How, so um, how does that work? Do you go elite that week? You know, I don't. I don't really know what what the plan is. I think we're gonna when it gets closer. Uh, I'm gonna already be paid for both of them. So. Uh, when it gets closer, I'm going to make the call. I got you. Well, and, and, and in that situation, you know, with there being no Forcewood Cup this year, I mean, yeah, I know there's that, that AOL championship. That probably does weigh in your decision a little bit, I can imagine. Right. Yeah, I mean, it, it does. I mean, I, Which you're already qualified for the Classic because you're, you know, well, no, that would be the next Classic, actually, that yeah, you'll no, be fishing so I'll for. Be in, yeah, I'll be in this year's Classic, uh, the one in Gunnersville. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I don't really know what I'll do, you know, when it gets closer, I mean, I mean, it's going to be hard to not go to Eufaula for the Bassmaster Elite oh. because, I mean, it's Lake Eufaula over. I mean, Cherokee's a great lake. Uh, I just, 
I just didn't do so hot there last time. Well, I think that you'll – I think you're going to win. Let's see. I'm going to predict it right now. <laughs> Low Budget Live, you're going to win two FLW events this year and at least one Elite Series and maybe win Angler of the Year in both. I'm calling it right here. <laughs> well, it'd be hard to win Angler of the Year if you have to skip an event. Oh, so, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. You'll win Angler of the Year in whichever one you fish every division, you're going to have a chance. Uh, right. So, So the Bass folks – Dan, because I heard you say you talked to Trip, uh, I heard last year. I thought that that you kind of had to to pick the Elite Series last year over anything else. So they're they're working with you. They want John Cox fishing over there. Well, I don't I don't know what I kind of really thought that they didn't think, uh, you know, that Boyd and them would let me fish FLW and bass, you know. Mm-hmm. And then and then uh, so they gave me the okay, and then I had to, and then uh, you know when I started talking with. Kathy and Bill and Boyd, and then they they gave me the okay to do it. So. It's really weird to hear you say Kathy, Bill, and Boyd. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'll be honest. That's a that is that's a that's one I never thought we would hear. <laughs> I don't have a Boyd impression yet, so I can't. Right. I, I got my Bill Taylor down, but I don't have my Boyd Duckett impression down yet. Jeez. Right. Uh, so, but they so FLW they uh, they say, hey man, we want we want John Cox here too. So they okayed it. Yeah. Good yeah. for them, man. Good for them for not uh, you know not not making you choose I'll, i i respect right. that for sure well, that, i mean that, that's what uh, my whole thing was you know i mean we're you know no, none of the org- they shouldn't be against the anglers they no. say, hey, if this guy can you know if he can pay all the entry fees you know he's got the sponsors behind him to pay everything i mean we should let we shouldn't we shouldn't say hey you know you can't come you know you know you can't come fish with us you're fishing the other trail absolutely doesn't make any sense well know, that's what i've always said when bass and flw would schedule on top of each other in the past like just chill out just if a guy wants to risk it and you know his his physical and mental health and his financial health to go do all of it freaking let them do it man exactly you know uh exactly. but but unfortunately the organizations they are businesses and they they fight you know and uh, and we've seen that with all this going on um right. well i you know I, I respect boyd for for letting you uh you know letting you do that that's uh or not making you choose at least right. this year man uh, let me right. ask you this and i know you got food coming to the table uh, <laughs> so in, in all this would you have been had you know they first announced and they've backed off on a lot of things like the jersey stuff and i'm gonna talk about right. that a little bit but they have backed off of it a little bit i believe right right um can you wear your Crestliner jersey all four days? Um, that I'm not a hundred percent sure yet. Um, I think that's going to depend on some sponsor things from what I'm maybe. That's what I'm thinking on there, and I think there's. I mean, I just think you know. I mean, you look how late we're. Like we haven't even paid yet. Yeah, we're late. Yeah, it's super you know, like late. It, it, everything's so far behind. So it's. I think they're just kind of figuring it out as we go. You know, no doubt. You know, and. Um, so I, I, you know, who who knows what it's going to be? I mean, would I'm you, just well, um, are you a fan though? I, I guess of this. So when they first bought it, they announced this six right. day format. You know, all right. that. Do you like that everything you catch counts format? I, I I wasn't. I'm not a fan because I haven't done any of it. Right. You know, and I I I have trouble following it, but also I'm I'm slow and I'm used to you know the same you know the same thing we've done for the last but you're a you're a big bass guy too though dude right. you weigh a lot well, of really big yeah, stringers I don't catch many but i i was kind of when they did when 
when they did, I was still going to try to fish them because I'm just curious how uh, bad I would probably do. (laughs) Some people, some people are like, oh man, you do great. And I'm like, man, I don't, I I mean, my good days, I might catch 10 fish the entire day. Yeah. Like, and I was like, oh, I killed him today. But, um, so I, I just, I kind of wanted to just sample it some just to, cause, cause a lot of the younger guys seem like they're into that. No doubt. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm talking like, you know, the guys, you know, uh, you know, anywhere from like middle school to like maybe, you know, some of the newer college guys, they're really into that format. Well, that's what they grew up with though. You know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. Yeah. What, they're, what they've been watching. On. So, so like I did want to get a little taste of it to try it, but I, I just don't, I think, uh, you know, as a money-making standpoint, I don't really know how, um, I mean, just look at some of the guys that went over that, you know, they're having to completely change what they've done since they've, uh, you know, learned to fish, and they're having to completely look at it different, you're having to practice different, Um, you you have to just be completely in a different mindset. I mean, you cannot, in that format, there's, there's no sitting down and, and chugging a coke and eating a pack of crackers <laughs> and try to regroup. Well, see, I'm out then. I don't want to fish it. If I yeah, can't, if I can't drink a coke, that. I'm all about yeah, snack, boat I mean, snacks. Yeah, I mean, you, there's no time to regroup or try to reset the day. I mean, it is wide open the entire time. And um, I don't know, like, I, I like catching my fish and trying to be done by, like, 11 or 12 and then... <laughs> to find something for the next day. Are you saying you always beat me by 11 o'clock every day? Because no. you always beat me. But now that I know you do it in a half a day, I'm really mad. <laughs> oh, dude. What, what, what's for lunch? What, what's for lunch, John? Oh, man. We just, we started going to this new place called, like, uh, Rhonda's Kitchen. Rhonda. Uh, it, I, it, I think the the closest person our age in there is about 70 <laughs> but the food seems to be pretty good so we've been going there is it like big rondas or just ronda <laughs> i don't know it's, it's probably a big ronda i think if it's if it's a good place it's big ronda right, right. ain't no doubt all right john go eat all right <laughs> buddy i appreciate you calling this is awesome hey, this man. is this is a star studded Low budget live, John. Anything you want to say to the low budget live crowd? Man, I'm just tell, like I when I was laying on the couch the other day with peas on my on my uh, <laughs> stuff. They, you had the horses in the back. I, 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 I'm tell, I love I love listening to you. Well, I, I appreciate it, John. I was like, you know what? And, the, and uh, it, the whole the day went by so so quick watching them all. So that's awesome. Um, I'm just I appreciate that you uh, you know. You do the time and, and put that out for everybody. Well, I appreciate you, John. You're a good man. You've always been a good friend. And uh, if y'all don't follow along next year with John Cox, whoo, <laughs> boy, are you going to miss an entertaining ride. <laughs> Thank you, John. Tell everybody we say hello down that way. I will. See you. See you, buddy. John Cox Hudson. <laughs> what the heck? It's star-studded. I think you bring out. Look right there in that camera and tell them, say, I bring out. The star. <laughs> you didn't really say anything to John. No. It's okay, though. It's okay. John Cox, he's a, having lunch at Big Ronda's. <laughs> Big Ronda bringing you low-budget life. I kind of hope Ronda listens to this. What do you think? That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Get Big Ronda. Low-budget life brought to you by Startron and Big Ronda. <laughs> Big Ronda. Big shout-out to Ronda for feeding... John Cox, he's going to need all the protein he can get for the uh, FLW 
whatever they're calling it, Pro Series and the Elite <laughs> Series next year. MLFLW, Hudson. It's not FLW anymore. It's MLFLW. Can you say that three times? Say MLFLW. No. <laughs> well, I said MLFLW being funny on here, and turns out that's what the company is actually legally <laughs> named, MLFLW. Probably watched it. They probably did. They probably took it from me, didn't they? Oh, they watching. They watching. Uh, Hudson, who was the better interview between John and Brandon Polnick? I'm going to put you on the spot. Probably Brandon. Brandon? Yeah, yes. you're a Brandon fan. Because of the hand? Mm-hmm. Well, John got neutered, so that's a pretty big deal, too. You don't understand that yet. But uh, John Cox and Brandon Polnick are coming in strong today. Uh, when you hear this, it will be your low-budget live for Monday. November 18th. This is actually being recorded on Sunday. We'll let you in a little secret. But just got back. We'll, we'll go back. Just got back from Venice, Louisiana. Quit your giggling, bro. Quit your giggling. Not cool. So Venice, Louisiana is one of my favorite places on planet Earth. I've said it on here many, 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 many times. Without question, it's one of the greatest fisheries the entire world has to offer for multiple species, whether it's bass or redfish or speckled trout or offshore for tuna, marlin, red snapper, triple tail, list goes on and on and on. Incredible place. I love it. I love going down to the Venice Marina. I love the people down there. It's awesome. Did not enjoy it this week, did I, Hudson? And Hudson's so excited about it. So uh, in the last couple of weeks, y'all know, we've had a lot going on in our family. We uh, uh, Unfortunately, we lost our TT. We did. And, uh, and so we've been trying to take care of old Big a little bit, my dad, Hudson's granddad. And so I was like, we had this trip planned. The guys from Ranger Boats, Darian is fishing, who sucks, uh, went with me last year down there and the Ranger guys. And the Ranger guys brought a couple of aluminum boats for us to fish out of. So cool. So cool, and uh, I actually went out and got one from them. Little center console RB two hundred, cool little boat, aluminum boat. And we did this last year, and and with the help of a, a couple folks down there, John Limley and uh, Captain Eric and Captain Mo Newman from Journey South Outfitters, they kind of told us, "Hey man, go go in these areas," and, and we caught a lot of fish last year. Weather was beautiful. We went the first week of December. We were going to do this trip the week that my mother passed away. Uh, had this trip booked, VRBO, houseboat, whole nine. So all this has happened. We rescheduled for this week. We can only go for like two and a half days. Left last Wednesday. That's why there's been no podcast until now. Uh, I invite my dad to go. I've been t- telling him and telling him and telling him, man, hey, man, you got to go. You got to go. And, he, and, and, and he's, you know, dad's, he's, I think you'd say he's having a, you know, he's, he's lost. We're all lost without TT, right? And but we got to honor her every day, right? That's mm-hmm. what we do. That's what we do. And uh, so I talked Dad into going. And I'm like, man, it'll be a great trip. We're going. My man Spank, big Spank, Scott Arms from Ranger Boats, cooks like a madman. He is the one of the best friends I got, and just a all around great guy, but an amazing, amazing chef. And he's like, I got the food. Come on down. So we load up in the. Nissan Titan and uh, it has 55,000 miles on it you can just quit this mess anytime you can just quit making fun of old pop so uh, we load up 
hook up to the ranger, start driving south. I pick up stupid Darian is fishing. I'm still blaming him for this. I think he had something to do with it. But cruising, pick Darian up in Birmingham, we're rolling. Get about to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, roll tide, and get a warning on the truck. It says engine power reduced, and I'm going, what the what? And I cruise at 70 miles an hour, but I have nothing, no power. And I keep her rolling for several miles. Get a hold of a diesel mechanic I know. He's like, pull over on the side of the road, let it reset. Could be a computer issue, yada, yada. So do that, reset it. We're good to go, baby. Southbound. We take off. We're about 30 miles north of Laurel, Mississippi on I-59. Thing comes up again. Power reduced. The old Titan. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I call a Nissan dealership where I got the truck. And uh, Carter Andrews introduced me to some folks and got this Nissan Titan uh, back last year at a place in Nashville. So I call them and I tell them what's going on. They can just go, oh, no. (laughs) I'm like, oh, 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 what? Oh, no, oh, what? So they tell me about a dealership called Kim's. Kim's Nissan. Also Kim's Chevy. Kim's. Kim owns every car dealership in Laurel, Mississippi. Never got to meet Kim, but they were incredibly nice people. Some fishing fans down there. And we roll in in that big wrap truck and... And just begging for help, right? And one of the one of the guys that works there walks up, and we're talking, and he goes, uh, "I unhook from the boat in the parking lot," and they're asking us where we're headed, and I'm telling them we're going to film, you know, because that was the thing. Tanner Lines was coming to film a traveling circus, had all of these moving parts, and had to get to Venice. And uh, he's like, "Ooh, that don't sound good," and it was making this horrible noise when we got out of it down there and had it running. It was some kind of fuel pump. There's like two pumps on this thing, anyways. I'm not a mechanic. I thought it was the rotator splint. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like your rotator splint's bad, Hudson. But but anyways, uh, we're sitting there. They're checking it out. They come in. Service manager goes, hey, man, I got bad news. And I'm like, okay, what's that? He says, it's going to be five days to get apart. Insert sad music right here. And you know, normally I say, it was worth it. But uh, it was getting to the point it was not worth it. (laughs) And Darian also has another saying where he says, sometimes you just got to give up. This was one of those give up moments. But uh, it's going to be five days. I said, well, man, do y'all have anything I can drive? No, not really. (laughs) A lot full of cars. But I totally understand it because we're pulling a boat. So he's like, call Enterprise Rental. Call them. We ain't gonna let you pull a boat with an Enterprise rental car. I'm like, excuse me, what? Yeah, not happening. All the other guys on this trip are coming from different directions, and they're pulling boats as well. So, you know, nobody can really bail us out. We call, even call a U-Haul to try to get a sweet U-Haul truck, <laughs> and uh, nothing, nothing whatsoever. Um, so. I'm dude. I'm calling. I mean, I'm calling my buddies up here at Heritage Automotive in Lawrenceburg, a Chevy dealership. Like, hey, sell you know, buy a truck from these guys and sell it to me or something. Like, I'm ready to buy a truck. Like, I'm just over it, and I got a truckload of stuff, and and I'm just ready to, to never see the Nissan again. I'm so mad. And so we start. My dad suggests Marty D says uh, you should call like if we can find a locally ran, not franchise <laughs> rental car place, we can get a rental car. 
Maybe they got a truck. So we start calling. We find this place. I forget the name of it now. I'll remember it before the end of the week. Trust me. But they had a Suburban. <laughs> so me suburban. And, huh? One car. One car. <laughs> so me and Dean Honey, me and Darian, we jump in a shuttle bus with a nice gentleman from Kim's dealership. Takes us to this place and we pull up and it's Herman's Garage. <laughs> so it's a mechanic and, and they got a little rental car business and they got a 2017 gray suburban all shined up sitting there waiting on us. Dude, it was baller. It was nice. And we're like on the road again. <laughs> we're ready. You know, we're ready. And fly back to the dealership, get all of our stuff, take off to Venice, get there about 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> on the heels of what can only be described of one of the worst cold fronts to hit Venice this year. <laughs> Arctic blast, if you will. <laughs> Day one brings 48-degree weather. This will all be documented on the Traveling Circus, but I just wanted to let you people know where I'm at mentally right now. <laughs> why I'm all over the place more than normal. 48 degrees in rain the first day is why I'm, my dad, hey, dad, come on down. Let's go to Venice. Got my camera guy. Me and Tanner were going out, and I swear, we run up in the marsh. Second cast, I catch an eight-pound redfish on a spinnerbait. Boom! And I turn around, look at Dad, look at the camera, and I said, this is what it's all about. And this erases all the bad. That was the last bite we had that day. <laughs> Cold rain. But, but, in that time, Spank and Darian are in another boat. Their battery dies. Their cranking battery dies. In the middle of the marsh. In the middle of the marsh. And... <laughs> We tried towing them out. It's forever. So I said, forget it. Let's call. We had another buddy of ours, Mr. Jimmy Wallace. Ranger boats. Jimmy was with us. So we, we called Jimmy. Jimmy's not with us. He's fishing in another area. We're like, Jimmy, I need some help. I need you to bring us a battery. I said, I'm going to drop you a waypoint. <laughs> About an hour and a half after we dropped said waypoint, Jimmy sends me a text. said, y'all ain't here. And I am where here is. <laughs> I'm there, right? I'm here, Jimmy. You're not where we are. <laughs> so, never finds us. We finally take off, me and Dad and Tanner, and we go, we leave Darian and Spank in the marsh, and we go get a battery. Jimmy was at the houseboat having a sandwich <laughs> and had taken the truck battery out of his truck. We load it up, take it to Spank. They come in, start, start, uh, having some cocktails and, and, uh, <laughs> and just, you know, and Dad and I go back out. And, and just fish our butts off the dark, never catching. So day two, more of the same, except it's blowing 25 out of the north. It's about 40 degrees. It's frigid. Nowhere to get out of it. And uh, we struggled till about lunch and made a little change and got in an area and caught five or six and lost one of the biggest redfish I've ever seen <laughs> on camera. And, and, and Dad caught a really nice one, and we, we, we had fun. We came back in to spank and had a big spread of shrimps and steak and burgers and whatever we had, we had a good time but flash forward fast forward a little bit <laughs> so we're like you know what we're coming back next year we love venice and can i come next year you can come next year maybe you'll bring us some better luck okay we're gonna go we're gonna go in the summertime next year i think okay and we're gonna go but uh Anyways, we're coming back up the road yesterday in my rental suburban. <laughs> my truck's still in Laurel, Mississippi, five hours from where I live. I got to go back and get it. Got some TH stuff to do this week, so I, obviously I can't just stay in Laurel. <laughs> so we get to Birmingham. 
drop off stupid Darian. <laughs> and as we're driving away from Darian, I hear this noise. It can only be described as this. <laughs> Something like that in the front end of this truck. And my dad, who is a super, super panicked human being most of the time anyway, goes, what, what is it? And I'm like, and I'm always like, send it. Full sand. I don't pay any attention to noises. They all just go away. <laughs> so we pull over. We look at it because what do we know? You know, whatever. And take off up the interstate. Dude, I'm driving like 70. I said, we got to get closer to home. Getting closer to home. If this thing falls apart, screw it. At least we'll be closer to home. The triple threat. Marissa D can come and get us. Hook it up to her. Hook this boat up to her car. Whatever. So we sent it. We sent it. <laughs> 20 miles from the house. <laughs> Whatever is going on in the front end of this thing locks up the right front tire. Me running about 45 coming up a hill. <laughs> Insanity. If this would have happened on the interstate, we wouldn't be having this conversation. So I'm very, to gripe about all the bad luck, I'm very lucky. And dad, we are very lucky. We, we had a guardian angel and we know who that was. But we, we were very, 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 very lucky. Very lucky. Uh, got over on the side of the road, but uh, to end the day, <laughs> the rental car got towed away on a wrecker. <laughs> Marissa came to get us. We brought the boat home, and the and the rental Chevrolet that I was going to take back to Mississippi that I paid $800 for is now sitting at a car lot, uh, Heritage Automotive Chevy dealership service center in Lawrenceburg, Tennessee, hoping to be evaluated tomorrow morning. <laughs> I, you can't make this up, folks. You can't make this up. And I'm starting to think maybe it's MLFLW. What happened? Didn't They you cut tell my us, brake line, maybe. Didn't you tell us, like, last night that um, you had to... He had to have it back by Wednesday because another person was going to rent it on yeah. Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Another guy, he's like, got to have this back by Thursday afternoon. My truck might not even be ready on Wednesday. Um, it's going to be close. <laughs> but yeah, buddy, that's that's what he told me. <laughs> so <laughs> to say the least, <laughs> the Venice trip was buck wild. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, cold, but uh, Venice is awesome. The people are awesome, and you can't wait to get back down there. But it was just... Claude, have mercy. You can't make it up. You can't make it up. Uh, Hudson, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk just a second here about the fishing industry. Can I do that? Can I do that? I got to say, and I haven't looked that deep into it because y'all know I don't research anything before I talk about it, uh, but I've been getting some texts. People saying thank you. And I think it's very obvious that MLFLW listened to the old podcast. <laughs> I think it's very obvious that sponsors are definitely giving them a little bit of a stiff arm on a lot of things. And I think it's very obvious that uh, they're, they're paying attention to their anglers a little bit because they know if they don't, they're not going to have anybody pay their dumb entry fees. So they loosened up on the uh, jersey restrictions. I don't know to what degree. I just know somewhat. They loosened up on the jersey restrictions, so <laughs> give it up for him, Hudson. We'll see how long that lasts. But um, <laughs> yeah, that's like it's like, hey, you know, the creepy bearded guy in a van's like, you want this candy? I sure do. Like to give candy to kids. <laughs> They're like, I like candy, and then you get in the van, and it's like never seen again. So. Be careful. Be careful. <laughs> of course, we, these guys are awesome. They're letting us pay 40 grand and we get to put our jerseys 
or have loosened up a little bit. So we'll, we'll see, but there are definitely there's some things going on, huge changes in the industry. But I wanted to say congrats to Gerald Swindle and congrats to Phoenix Boats on landing Gerald Swindle. Gerald has been with Triton for ever. <laughs> I mean, and he's a super loyal guy. Gerald really stays with sponsors more than any any other pro. And he's been super, super, super loyal. But uh, a lot of things have changed. You know, Triton's not uh, the Triton he started with. Obviously, it's been bought out. And White River Marine Group, Johnny Morris and the guys uh, own that now after it was purchased by Ranger. You know, it's a very weird situation. It's definitely not uh, Mr. Earl Wentz's company anymore, which is who Gerald started with. So now Gerald is with Gary Klaus and the gang. So congrats to all those guys. I think that's a good fit. Those are good people. Um, make a great boat. And uh, that's that's a, a, a big deal. Um, some more rumblings going on this week while I've been gone is uh, Skeeter Bass Boats uh, apparently have cut some pro staffers and some very notable guys that have been with them for a very long time that, that fish MLFPPT. So not not sure if the two are uh, – if it's a coincidence that they got cut because of that. These guys are also owners in BPT. So very interesting things going on in this fishing world. And I think uh, there's been a lot of pushback by sponsors, like I said, towards MLFLW. MLFLW. Uh, you like – say that. ML. You can't do it, can you? MLFLW. I can't say that. Say it. Go for it. Say it one more time. MLFLW. MLFW. I can't say it. (laughs) We've stumped the sixth grader. I can't say it. Yeah, just, uh, you know, a lot of things going on, Hudson. Uh A lot of things going on. But uh, thank y'all for listening. Hudson appreciates it, don't you, Hudson? Yes. Hudson appreciates it. Hudson loves Low Budget Live. Hudson enjoys getting to do it. Hudson, anything you want to tell the folks out there, um, right there in that camera, right here on Low Budget Live, about what you got coming up? No, no. Where can you be found? The JV basketball game Tuesday? Oh, yeah. Tuesday. Do you have a game Tuesday? I think it's Thursday. Thursday? I'm not very sure. (laughs) You can catch Hudson uh, this season playing for the E.O. Kaufman JV Panthers. Word. <laughs> I mean, you got to plug your stuff, man. You don't have anything going on? No sponsors you want to thank or anything? No. Do we have any sponsors that we're trying to get? Who do we want to be sponsored by? Nike? Yeah, Nike. Adidas, Adidas or something? Adidas. Um, American Eagle. American Eagle. That would, <laughs> that'd be there, I don't know if you've taken one look at me. American Eagle's not sponsoring your fat dad. It's not happening. Maybe they'll sponsor me. All right, American Eagle, if you're listening, please holler at your boy Hudson. (laughs) Holler at your boy Hudson. Uh, Thank y'all so much for listening. Truly, this is uh, this is awesome to be able to do this, to be able to have a voice. The feedback has been phenomenal, and I would just like to encourage you if you do enjoy this on YouTube. um, I've been doing this for a while, and a lot of the episodes are on iTunes. A lot of the back episodes, you know, go listen to them. Go, go, go give them a spin. You know, this is not the first time John Cox and Brandon Polinick have been on. And we've got a lot of great guys that have been on David Dudley and Brad Knight and, and uh, Todd Castledine. And goodness gracious, way too many to name. Uh, Hudson's been on several times. Um, he's kind of a, a guest host for sure, <laughs> yeah. HLD. But uh, so go back and listen to those. If you enjoy this, go back and listen, man. I've been doing this for quite a while now. And, just really, really enjoy it, and got a lot of things coming up that we're going to try to do going forward for Low Budget Live, but just as always, just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the questions about my music, too. Biloxi Blues mm-hmm. is a song that uh, 
uh, you know, we play on, on LBL and it can be found on Spotify. It can be found on iTunes. Go give it a go give it a uh, a listen. Go look, give that whole Luke Duncan sixty four album a listen if you don't if you uh, you know if you're into that kind of thing. If not, keep listening to whatever garbage you're listening to. You need to make another album. I do need to make another album. We are wearing this one into the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> we are wearing, and I got lots of songs. I just don't have them. Uh, you know, a high quality recording. But thank y'all so much. Hudson, thanks for being my guest. I know you didn't get to talk a lot because your dad runs his mouth. <laughs> for sure. Your dad runs his mouth. But thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all. We'll see you, uh, we'll see you next week with some L B L. stories to back it a life to be proud of it's a winchester life yeah baby six eight western a mule there baby right there tune in every tuesday at 7 p.m eastern on waypoint tv don't miss mondays with into the blue brought to you by academy sports and outdoors every monday night from 7 to 10 p.m eastern on waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment